What's up, YouTube and I? Welcome to Lords of Lombox presents the cover price top 10 for the week ending May 7th, 2023. Hope you guys are enjoying your Tuesday. It doesn't feel like Tuesday, it feels like Monday or something. But uh, uh before we get started, uh JB uh, wanted uh, to say a little something. So uh the floor is yours, JB. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you everybody who's joining us early because you know we're always on time, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> but as we congregate and before we actually jump into the show, I did want to take a moment of silence as the community has lost a member. So just give me a couple of seconds here as we want to check a moment of silence for a great member of the community who's now in heaven, Chad Williams. And as you can see, I've put up a graphic that we are going to do a memorial show. We're going to share some stories of all of the fantastic ways that Chad Williams and his family touched our lives in the community. If you'd like to participate in that show, it will be this Sunday morning, May 14th. I know it's Mother's Day at 9 a.m. on the Pacific Standard Time over on the Madhouse Comics YouTube channel. And it's going to feature some fundraising for the family and lots of uh, lots of heartfelt uh, stories um, to, to share, um, you know, Chad and, and his family. So if you can make it, we'd appreciate it. Uh, thank you. And now back to the show, TiVo. You're muted. <laughs> While you guys are congregating, so for those who missed the, the Thursday show, I'll play it again for Laura and Gabe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> If you thumbs me down, I would be more powerful than you can ever imagine. Thank you. 
soon as you hear it, pump up the volume. Dance with the speaker till you hear it blow. Then plug in a headphone, cause here we go. It's a full letter word when it's heard of control. Your body to dance. So, dance with the headphone, stop working. Reach it to reflex and let it work. With this is the game, you can't get stuck with the steps. So, the second one stops working. I'm straight up using the force, so I'm going blind. Death with the record that was most a long time ago. DJ Tivo as TJ Slapdragon uh, constantly wants to remind me. Yeah, looks so young. That was probably 2016. God damn, that was seven, six years ago, somewhere around there. I'm terrible with math, but uh, that was awesome. That's the only awesome. yeah, man. Great job on that. That's cool. That's our new favorite. Everyone's new favorite, man. That's A lot cool. of my mixes were gone when my my old channel got terminated. So it's because no. I used to do every haul video. I used to I used to do a little mix before it. I used to take uh, requests. I did like Mob Deep, did like a West Coast remix. I even did like a mashup with Adele and uh, Chipe Call Quest. It was pretty funky, very funky. Speaking of funky, Laura, so what's up? Oh my god, I love Adele. If you can redo that for me, I would love you so much. <laughs> I did uh, that guys. one song. Um, There's a burning dun, 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 rolling in the deep. Yeah, with the with the hip hop beat behind it. So oh. I just use her vocals. Sold, Evo. Do it again. All right. Sold. I, I love Adele. But yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome in. Gabe, say what's good. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us. Uh, have fun with the with the uh, the list tonight. It's going to be interesting. Yep. Uh, Gay, or JB, say what's up. Oh, by the way, the over-under on Spider-Man related books is four and a half. So get those in. Four and a half. Definitely. Get those four and in a half the over and under. I want to get your votes right now in the chat. If you're in the live over or under four and a half for Spider-Man books in today's show. Welcome to the top 10 at plus one because you got the runner up and this is not an offer list. Uh, this is what happened. Why shakers is an offer list. So many people get everything on this list that they get like bent out of shape and they look for the most weirdest stuff. So you get offers on Thursday. <laughs> That's just my opinion, but thanks for uh, showing up. Make sure you do comment uh, after the show to be included in Thursday's giveaway and make sure you comment on last uh, Thursday's shaker show to be included in tonight's giveaway as we will run that comment picker after the show. So yeah, welcome, right. sit back, relax and enjoy. It's going to be a good one. The show is brought to our friends over price, uh, coverprice.com for your price guides, collections and trends. It's here. List is the top 10 books sold on the aftermarket based off of real sales. So don't shoot the messenger when you guys see these books on here. Show is also sponsored by our friends over Bird City Comics. Use discount of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. Speaking of which, what do you got dropping this Friday, Laura? 
All right, so this Friday we have the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, Pink Ranger, and the Red Ranger. So this is for number 107, oh, I'm sorry, 108 and 109. If you guys are familiar with us, we recently dropped the Green and Blue Ranger, so it's going to be an entire set when it's all said and done. Uh, the artist here is phenomenal. This is Carlos Datoli. Nice. And yeah, those come out this Friday. Oh, and Tebow, yeah. also mm -hmm. we have that signing happening this Saturday. Well, that uh, perfect segue. Yeah. Oh. Comics, tunes, and toys in Tustin, California. My LCS will be doing a signing with Tony Fleek. Fleece. I always mispronounce his name. <laughs> I'll just call him Tony when I meet him. Um, eight Billion Genies, number eight. Um, move the uh, banner there so you can see oh, there's actually a Lord's logo on it. <clears throat> uh, TiVo, I'm seeing requests. People want you to remark the books. So you might want to have some pens uh -oh. ready. What the hell am I going to draw? I don't know. Isn't it Gee. this one right here? I can't draw a long box. Yeah. yeah. I can draw. I can tag something. Or like something I, DJ related. Like do, I don't know, um, mixers I, or something. I've, I've been working on remarks. They're pretty easy. Because if you just do like a profile, maybe I'll do like a, a TiVo from Dreamwalker uh, with the Mohawk uh, kind of thing. But uh, yeah. we'll see. I'm not going to sign the front of it because, you know, whatever Tony signs, I'll sign the back of it right above the Lord's logo. Um, and there should be a CDC facilitator there as well. Um, I'm um, <clears throat> going to lunch with my uh, owner, my LCS tomorrow. I'm a good buddy, uh, the big to do. So we'll probably iron out those details. So the signing is at 1130 on Saturday. So uh, yep. uh, these books will be there in hand. I think it's $40 if you want to remark from Tony. If you want to remark from me, I don't know why, but I'll do it for free. I don't care. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is Cup Price Top 10 for the week ending May 7th. As always, we have a runner. What is this week's runner? Interesting. Yeah, almost made the, the list. So we got New Mutants number 98 from 1991. You may have read through the top 10, seen the awesome Rob Liefeld Deadpool variant for Spider-Man number eight, and thought, huh, I wonder what Deadpool is up to. Well, you wouldn't be alone, as numerous others had the same thought as they searched the aftermarket for his first appearance. It's been reported that despite the writer's strike, Deadpool 3 will still begin production this month. Yet the strike created some potential snags, expressly forbidding Ryan Reynolds to improvise lines compromising both Reynolds and Deadpool's trademark humor. That shouldn't stop it, as those lines can be added in post. But it remains to be seen if it will weather the storm It is, or if it's actually just in rough waters. We tracked 29 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 103%, with a high sale of $1,625 for a CGC 9.8, and a raw near-mint fair market value of $491. God, remember this used to be like a $4,000 book in a 9.8? Yeah, it's Was dropped it? a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had, wow. I had five of them at one time. Um, I had two 9.6s. Are three nine sixes and, and two nine eights, and I sold them right when the first Deadpool movie came out. I mean, I, I was gonna say it was money. it was when the first movie came out. These were just crazy. Yeah, so it's interesting about the uh, WGA uh, strike. Uh, first of all, runner up means number ninety eight um, is that shows that have already been in production or already done, they can do like um, interesting enough. Like it doesn't affect international because wga is mostly in is american hollywood right so like you know there's chances for international movies or something like that but i think in solidarity with the wga that they may not do it and another there's another quirk in it as well that the writers and directors knew that this was coming so they gave the producers notes on how to run the how to run the show 
so apparently producers are not part of that WGA thing, but there's a whole thing about, you know, in solidarity, you know, SAG is in solidarity with WGA. So hopefully that gets, uh, you know, you know, gets done quickly. Yeah. Know. The shows that they get knocked out though, uh, Daredevil born again. Yeah. is not going into production now. Uh, I think there's a few other ones also, but you know, I think stranger things, uh, season three as well. They halt production on that. No. Yep. Yeah. What uh, do you guys so, think about this book specifically? Do you think that this book is? I thought it was like wasn't this book like four grand at one point? Or yeah. was that the newsstand? No, uh, it, was, it was four grand. Uh, back I mean, back when, yeah, back when it was four grand, like Tebow was saying when the first movie came out, nobody cared about newsstands. Like that wasn't even really like a thing like it is these days. Um, I think this book still has some room run. once this movie starts getting rolling. It's it's, yeah, it's right? got some room, I think. Oh yeah, but let Rob Life he'll hype it up and it, yeah, he'll buy up all the copies himself. Well, he's, he's also doing the, uh, himself. he's doing the CGC corner of the market. Too. Oh, is he? Yeah, Rob's doing a, a, a private CGC signing, so people can yeah. send stuff in. So these I that's think, usually when these kinds of things get picked up really deep. That's too. true too. I think Rob was the first guy to do a menu for signings. Like he would charge more for certain books than others. Do you guys remember that? Um, I know he does I don't do that. Talk yeah. about Rob Liefeld and signings. Yeah. That was a bad experience to my. First yeah, time. I got blocked, so I can't. <laughs> he doesn't reply to me. All right, runner up is New Muse number I need. Let's get to the top ten. Oh, this is an interesting one. I think I still have this one. Yeah, this is a great one here. Uh, this is Fantastic Four, 1968. Stanley Jack Kirby, uh, 1967. Um, there might be some Guardians three spoilers, so watch out. So Adam Warlock makes his MCU debut in the third volume of the Guardians trilogy. While this was well known long before the first trailer dropped, the significance and longevity of the character was still a question mark for many. Those doubts were put to rest for those that saw the film already. Adam Warlock plays a significant role in the movie, and this is just the beginning of the character in the MCU. The end credit scene shows that um, excuse me. The end credit scenes show that the hero. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Should we give a spoiler alert first, or I already said spoiler alert. All right, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like Adam Warlock. Uh, uh, the end credit scenes show that the hero was embraced, has embraced his new family, and has joined the newly formed Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks like Adam Warlock is here for the foreseeable future. And there's a resurgent of interest in his first appearance. We've tracked 23 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 206%, high sell of $1,125 for a CGC 9.2, and uh, a raw, very good fair market value is about 100 bucks. Well, I guess that puts to a. Uh... I guess that closes the case on what's the book to get for Adam Warlock. Then, I was right? going to say, man, there is a ton of like, you know, he wasn't, he was named Adam. Then he was named Warlock. Yeah. There was these fantastic about, yeah. four issues. There was the Thor issues as well, or the Marvel, Marvel premiere one premiere. Yeah. I mean, I have, I, at one point I have all of them. I'm pretty sure I still do. Cause I've been holding on to them. Cause uh, you know, and for those asking um, who the blonde girl was, that's Quasar, by the way. That's Philavel. Philavel? Philavel. Yeah. It's been confirmed. Yeah. It's been confirmed by James Gunn that that's Philavel, that, which is another iteration of Captain Marvel that, yeah, for those who are wondering, uh, she was like running. I think she was on like a, <clears throat> some type of running trappy. Uh, what are those called? Those hamster wheels? Or she was running with the high evolutionary. Oh, is that who that's supposed to be? That's Philavel. Yeah. So uh, they're changing yeah. her origin up. So right. uh, she, she get the mega bands. Yeah. Because she was a part of uh, Guardians. Guardians. That, that yeah. awesome, like the. Uh, 
Ab- Dude, the Abner 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 Landing run. run. Yeah, man. Her and Moondragon. That was a badass team. Let's see yeah. that team now, man. Number 10 on the list is Fantastic Four. Number 67 came out in 1967. All right. What do we got for number nine? Oh, your All first right. Spider-Man book. Here's the first. Well, what was the over and under again? Four and a half. Make sure you guys put your put your uh, guess on Spider-Man books in today's show. We said four and a half. We knew there was going to be a couple. Here's the first one on the list. At number nine, we've got Spider-Man issue number eight, the Humberto Ramos cover. Now, Spider-Boy has permeated every speculation source on the Internet. Wherever you go to collect information about future increases in the value of key issues, expect Spider-Boy to be part of the discussion or debate. Now, originally debuting last month in Spider-Boy issue number seven, Spider-Boy has been a hot topic of discussion. In fact, many believed that his second appearance would be just as desirable as his first. Talks about this issue started immediately after the discovery of Spider-Boy's debut. Now that the issue has arrived, every collector is clamoring for a copy. With no incentive cover to chase, collectors are likely grabbing based on their preference now many sellers are also claiming this as a first full appearance yet issue number seven is firm with that key classification it contains a two-page introduction heavy dialogue and the character introducing himself by his moniker spider boy and real name bailey while his introduction scene is brief it's more substantial than a last page reveal that typically gets billed as a first cameo appearance. Well, we tracked 26 copies sold at a seven day trend of 188% with a high sale of $19 for a raw copy and a near mint fair market value of $14. That's it. That just means that there was a shit ton of them sold. I mean, uh, well, this is yeah. just one of the covers. I, what This yeah. is a variant. First of yeah, all, great is, name, Honcholdo. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Spider-Man's going crazy, and you'll see for reasons why. I mean, this is just one of the reasons why. But uh, number nine, list Spider-Man, number eight, the Umberto Ramos variant coming in at number nine. What do we have for number eight? Could it be another Spider-Man book? Oh! Nope. All right, number eight, Star Wars High Republic Adventures. Good luck Quest with the names. The number one, Tom Fowler, regular. I got this. I feel it. This is from Dark Horse. came out this year. Star Wars is at the peak of developing its lucrative IP into live-action films. Fans are starting to see many of their coveted characters appear in the live action universe. As the momentum of these properties continues to snowball, any first appearances in Star Wars comics cannot be dismissed. This particular issue has four the legendary Jedi Knight Barnabas Vim, Padawan Vix Phonic, Master Zinn, and Aslan Rel. We also Damn, hear whispers, she nailed it. Boom. Of a new big bad Darth Ravi. In terms of universe building, this book sets the foundation for some grand adventures in the High Republic. With a Star Wars movie set to be produced in the far reaches of the past, we could only one day see a film series set in the times of the High Republic. We tracked 71 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 87%, with a high sale of $30 for a raw copy and a near mint fair market value of $22. And yes, I was practicing backstage. So I was- <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed Good job. it. Marvel no prize, uh, Joey the Stuntmaster. Yes, Philabelle did become Quasar. I said Quasar and then Captain Marvel, but yeah, sorry. She was Quasar, but she could have been somebody else. You never know, man. Um, I was just, I saw this uh, game trailer for a Star Wars game that was announced last year that still hasn't come out. It's called uh, Star Wars Eclipse. 
and it looks freaking awesome and it takes place during the old uh the high republic um so uh star wars has uh, got more games coming out now than i can ever remember actually i mean everybody who's playing what is that uh survivor is that? surviving jedi whatever the hell that game is i meant uh maybe have to dust off the old ps4 and play that game <laughs> Let me let me ask this because I don't know I'm not a Star Wars guy like I don't collect or follow Star Wars comics has and there's so much hype on these books I get these new appearances right has any of these new appearances have any of these characters shown up in anything like TV show movie anything like that Thrawn is about the only one Thrawn first appeared in Era to the Empire yeah but that that was a long time ago though that's nothing new. Yeah, people are purely just buying this on, you know, unless it's pure just somebody like, knows just, something. Just yeah, unless, on the spec. yeah, unless long term spec. Yeah, you know, well, yeah. I mean, for thirty dollars raw, that's not a bad, you know, deal. I mean, it came uh, came out in two thousand twenty three, but or excuse me, it came back. It came out. Uh, that's not right. It is. How can this come out Ooh, in two thousand twenty three? Because it's a dark horse comic. Hmm. No, because they do the uh, oh, the they do the kid on it. They do like they the do quote the, unquote the, children stuff. Yeah, the children's versions. Yeah, so I mean that's not bad for you know new book thirty bucks. I mean we seen you crazier. Number eight on the list is Star Wars: The High Republic Adventures: Quest of the Jedi. Number one. All right, here's one of my favorites. <laughs> I love that I got these uh, Fantastic Four books this time. Uh, yeah, so this is Fantastic Four 211, Marvel Comics 1979. Uh, the Fantastic Four rumors have been running rampant this week. Rumors include Adam Driver being confirmed for Mr. Fantastic, Margot Robbie offered the role of Sue Storm, Galactus being the main villain, and relevant to this issue, a new herald to the Devourer. According to a well-known Twitter insider, Silver Surfer, will be replaced with Terex, the Tamer, as the Herald of Galactus. This rumor currently has no evidence to support it. However, the source of the tweet also was also responsible for predicting several occurrences confirmed in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, take that with you know a grain of salt, whatever it means to you, I guess. What others have been trying have been doing is picking up copies of Terex's first appearance. We've tracked 25 copies sold and a seven-day trend of 259%. A high sale for a CGC 9.6 is $230. Raw find fair market value copies are $24. The baddest dude with male pattern balding, man. Terrax. How long did he last? Did he last more than a couple of issues? Well, he's still around. He, he was he's big still in, around. Uh, Terrax is still around. I and I'm not familiar I think with the character. Fantastic Four, like 242 to 244, he was the main antagonist that brought Galactus to Earth. And then, you know, and then and that's the famous issue where Galactus is dying and Reed Richards makes the decision that I have to save him because he's he's not good nor evil. He's just, he's a force of nature. Later on, 10 issues later, famously, there's the trial of Reed Richards because he saved Galactus's life. So like the Kree, the Shiriar, and everybody were, you know, they put Reed Richards on trial. Put that on the big screen, and I'm down for nice. it. Nice. Because Therax is the, uh, he's the herald who likes going around destroying planets. Exactly. He's not like the like other that. guys who, you know, yeah. Uh, but, but they have like some kind of conscious or, or something like that. I mean, you know? for those who've been watching Lord for a long time, we've had Terex on a long-term spec list way long ago. I even... Outside of Mikey Sutton, I got two independent sources that told me that there was going to be a show or movie called The Heralds of Galactus. So I started buying up every first of Firestarter, <laughs> Frankie Ray, Terax, everything. I started buying all of them. So I don't know if that's the working title, but eventually it's going to be something like, you know, The Heralds of Galactus. So uh, 
mark that spot now. I did it on a videos probably eight, nine months ago. So uh, I don't know who this Twitter guy is, but uh, hey, man, your boy T-Bow will be into it. All right, number seven on the list, Fantastic Four, number 211. What do we have for number six? All right, at number six, we've got... Whoa. Whoa, this is like, what, like yesterday? RuneScape, Untold Tales of the God Wars, free comic book day, 2023, number one. Now, the crossover between fandoms of video games and comic books is more extensive than most people know. This is prevalent in the first official debut of RuneScape in a comic book medium. While the game has been around for more than two decades, for many, this 12-page preview will be the first introduction to the world. This issue delves into the history of the monumental event known as God Wars. This will be a four-part series and is said to debut a new character that may also appear in future versions of the game. Now, be on the lookout for that series. In the meantime, grab your not-so-free copy of the first appearance of runescape we tracked 33 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 238 percent with a high sale of 20 dollars for a raw copy and a near mint fair market value of eight dollars never heard of it but now i want to play it i want to see it ah it. now i want it for those for those who don't know free comic book day is not free to your lcs they still have to know. buy those they still have to buy those books you haven't gave what's the pricing run those is it is it it depends because there's like gold silver tier books and right. stuff like that but they're paying at least 25 to 50 cents a book yeah right. so which doesn't sound like totally a lot free. but they're going to dude you're like, just free money free money yeah. free money and that, that's yeah. why it's important that when you do go don't just don't be a freeloader and just get books and leave like that's a time where they have a lot of good sales they have a lot yep. of good yeah. if it's a good comic book store they have sales they have like raffles they, they do a lot for the community and that stuff so it's good that's your time to really support buy something nice you know throw some money their way not just don't, don't pick up your free books or walk out yeah i went i went on free comic book day and i didn't buy i didn't get any of the free comics but i did take advantage of 30 percent off wall books and oh if yeah you stay toward yeah. the end of the show i'll show you it's what i got questions. yeah so uh shout out to my lcs comics Our local library that... had free comic book day yeah all right number six on the list is runescape until tales of the god wars free comic book day number one for twenty dollars who had that on their bingo list anyway <laughs> Do we have another Spider-Man book? Oh, yep, here we go again. Spider-Man number seven, number seven, Umberto Ramos, top secret spoiler from 2023. Here's one that we're sure no one has ever heard of before. <laughs> Spider-Boy. <laughs> On the off chance that you have yet to hear of the latest craze sweeping the Spider-Verse, this is Spider-Boy's first appearance. This particular cover was solicited with no artwork, only a top secret label for retailers and customers alike. Once it was released, it quickly became a hot commodity and the aftermarket blew up. Although it may have fallen off the number one spot, the book still pulls tons of heat. We tracked a massive 109 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 95% with a high sale of 155 for a CGC 9.8 and a raw near-mint fair market value of $31. This would like to call organic um, heat um, you know, no, nothing that we know of that's being developed for live action or animated, but Marvel's pretty good when they see something really pop off that, uh, or Sony that is, cause Sony is, come on, we're getting, uh, 
what a craven movie that's rated r do we i mean i don't know without spider-man i don't know how well it'll do but we'll see man but spider-man number seven the umberto ramos top secret spoiler variant in at number five halfway there boys and girls hang in there what did we have next not the spider-man book oh Ooh. what oh this? damn all right, got a good Spider-Man book here. Nice homage cover. Spider-Man number eight, Rob Liefeld homage cover. Uh, Marvel 2023. Spider-Boy is still dominating in popularity. Here is the second appearance of Spider-Boy with an homage cover to Secret Wars number eight starring Deadpool. We tracked 42 copies sold, seven-day trend of 256% with a high sale of $20 for a raw copy and the near mint fair market value is 16 bucks. Yeah, somebody's asked for a shout out to uh Rob Liefeld. So there you go. Quick shout out to everything you do for the community, Rob. <laughs> Appreciate you. Um also um oh, what I wanted to say is I was just thinking about all this hype, and I was just thinking the other day because you know I was thinking about the shout out. I was like, what happened to Donnie Cates? Like, where has he been? He's doing like, that in the creator owned book, right? I don't know what he's doing. I mean, he had, had in a while though. He had that. What was a comic he had developed for a show? I mean, because even there's God even country? videos of yeah, there's even videos that are asking what happened to Donny Cates. Remember, he was all the rage when he was a Marvel. Yeah, he you fell know, off. He just left in the middle of his like Hulk run and everything. Yeah, so there you go. So number four on the list, Spider-Man number eight, the Rob homage variant, homaging himself. All right, what do you have for number three, Spider-Man? Oh, what? oh my goodness! Whoa. At number three, Spider-Man issue number eight again. The Mark Bagley, holy moly, this is actually cover A. This is the regular cover. We finally made it to cover A, everybody. Mark Bagley illustrates the main cover for the second appearance of Spider-Boy. All the variants are valued at around the same price point. However, the Bagley cover is moving faster than the others, selling at twice the rate of the Liefeld cover. We track 98 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 190% with a high sale of $26 for a raw copy and a near-mint fair market value of 11 bucks. There you go, man. The hype continues for Spider-Boy. So, I'm glad um, to see the I started this list 2-0, and oh, and I have gone 0 oh for since. <laughs> yeah. I, I never, I don't pull the Spider-Man. So number three on the list is Spider-Man. Number eight. Do we have another Spider-Man book? No! Uh, okay, here we go. Star Wars number 34, the Stefan Segovia uh, regular yeah, cover well from 2023. Another new character debuts in the Star Wars mythos. Dr. Kuata is a fascinating new character. He is touted to be an expert in kyber crystals. In fact, his research is what inspired Galen Erso, designer of the Death Star. While Dr. Kuata may have previously been mentioned in a Rogue One novel, this is his first appearance in a comic book. Dr. Kuwata has important ties to the past of Star Wars mythos and will likely to the future. His first appearance has been moving at breakneck speeds with values tripling from standard MSRP. We tracked 106 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 457% with a high sale of 110 for a 9.8 and a raw going for about 21 bucks. Do we ding Laura on mispronouncing Galen's name? What? Damn it, did I? Damn yeah, because I just watched Rogue Galen One on, on did I Star Wars Galen? Day. I did, huh? It's Galen, yeah, but we'll yeah. let you go. It wasn't, I know. It wasn't agreed. You did so well on the other Star Wars books, so we'll, we'll, we'll let you go. Galen looked right to me. I would have said Galen, too. Yeah. Get out of jail for you. What did she say? She said Galen. I don't know if I said Galen, Galen or Galen now. I don't right. remember. You said, you said Galen. It's Galen Urso. Yeah. <laughs> Silly. Rogue One is what... It, it, 
top three Star Wars of all time in my in my you know ranking. Or you know you can put them anywhere. It's so great. I mean you know it was pretty first good. the Darth Vader scene alone. Oh my god! And then the the feels when you see uh, Princess Leia at the end. Come on now, you can't yeah. get come on. Yeah, it was so good, man. And then we got Andor out of that. Come on, Star Wars number thirty-four coming in number two. All right, number one is your chance. How many Spider-Man books have we gotten so far? So we got. Uh, Ooh, one. this is it. Oh, what do we two. Got? No, two, three, four, four. Oh, it didn't go over. It went. Oh, over. went over five. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, number five, or the fifth Spider-Man book on the on the list. At number one, Spider-Man 2, number one. Game Reverse prequel. This is the free comic book day, 2023. Um, the immense popularity, popular Sony game is set to debut its sequel in the fall of 2023. While we wait for the Spider-Man 2 game to drop, Sony partnered with Marvel to release a prequel comic that lets fans know that Peter and Miles have been dealing with the fans know what Peter and Miles have been dealing with since Spider-Man Miles Morales. The story pits the two spider heroes against a new foe named Hood. This is another great example of two fandoms crossing over and creating a highly desirable collectible. Another factor in its collectability is that these slipped under the radar for most retailers because it was marketed as a promotional piece for the game and not a free comic book day exclusive, as many know it as being. And many collectors reported being unable to secure an issue at their local comic book store. As the scarcity of the issue became apparent, the aftermarket took full advantage. The sales and value of this book have accelerated extremely quick. We've tracked 364 copies sold. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> at a seven-day trend of 554% with a high sale of $40 for a raw copy. And a the near mint fair market value is going for 21 bucks. Hold on. Damn! <laughs> oh, an actual plan production gone to waste. Even even like pre-show, he even told Aww. Gabe pause. Because I'm gonna like Gabe, I need you to pause right hey, here. And then I couldn't find it. I'm, episode, you have too uh, many graphics in there, TiVo. You're at a hundred. Oh, it is so hey, tough to find do? anything. What are you gonna in do? That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that's incredible. So uh <laughs> Spider-Man 2, number one, the Gamerverse sequel. Um, and you know what? I had a you know. I've been known to spec things correctly every now and then, as long as incorrectly. There is the Spider-Man comic that came out, which is the first meeting of Miles Morales and Peter Parker, 616 Peter Parker. I don't know why that book hasn't jumped up because this game is basically them two meeting, right? So, I mean, I, look it up. I, I have like 10 copies of it. There's cover and there's the variant. Spider-Man 2, right? Well, Spider here's the interesting. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 Spider is a really true first appearance. Spider-Man 1, they kind of show up, they meet each other, but they don't know who each other are. So it's like cameo versus first appearance. Spider-Man 2, they actually says, Hi, I'm Peter Parker, I'm Miles Morales. So I have five mm -hmm. copies, I have 10 copies of each. So <laughs> I just bought them all with dope bar. And uh the variant is one of the weird things where it's like um one has a the regular cover has the mask on and the variant has the mask off. If I remember, I think Jim Chung did the art on it. I'm trying to remember, but go out and find that, I would say. Anyway, Laura, do you have to go or do you want to can you stick around or you have to go? I'm gonna bounce, but you guys do the giveaway and uh whoever wins, congratulations. 
All right. Uh, and don't uh, forget this Saturday to mention that signing that we have going on. I'll be back on I'll Thursday. Like All right. Thank you, Mr. Viewers, your way after the show. All right, let's see what we're uh, giving away today, boys and girls. All right, well, we have asked during the course of the show, and this is kind of the recurring theme, so maybe you get used to it. But if you comment on the shows afterwards, maybe your favorite book or maybe any comment about anything we brought up during the show, we like to use the comments from the shows as a random comment picker to give away some of Miss Laura's books. So we're going to do that tonight. I've left this up during the course of the show. We have like 50 comments on last Thursday's show. Yep, 50 comments. I'm going to just check That's one more right. time. Check one more time. We've got 53 comments. Oh, you know what, Tivo? I wonder if we should give him a few moments to drop a sure. few more comments in there. And while we sure. actually do that, that'll give me a chance to uh, let Tivo play some music. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Pimp, when, 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 when you're ready, your, 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 your six minutes starts now. Check, 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 check this out. All you DJs out there, I think he was scratching hamster style where the crossfader was hamster style. Yeah, from the uh, from the uh, they were called Gasmo. There was a group um, called the you know the Invisible Scratch Pickles. There was a guy that was uh, they were called the in something Invincible Hamsters or something like that. And there was a guy on there that scratched with the crossfader or the crossfader in the opposite direction. So it's called a hamster scratch. Google it; it's a thing. Oh, I was thinking of that movie Orgasmo where that one guy was doing martial arts and his style was <laughs> hamster style. All right, here we go. We've now got 60, 60 comments. Right. So we should pick up seven more comments. And Word. let's see who's going to be taking home some Joey Bird the Sunmask because he's and the random picker. Exclusives. Burn City Comics exclusives heading your way. Going to Mick Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Love the name. All right. McChicken, look at TiVo flexing. We should all be showing our collection values. Separate the men. Oh yeah, boys. I said he showed the what my books were. 
with the winning comment. Congratulations to you. Thank you so much for participating in the show. Uh, yeah, there's our giveaway for today. Right, nice. Congratulations to McChicken. Have to, <laughs> all right. I have to look what up that. Oh, and you know, now that we have this moment to break. Bulletproof Scratch Hamsters is the name of the DJ group. Like Invisible Scratch Pickles, they're called the Bulletproof um, bulletproof scratch hamsters, and they were big uh, in the like the nineties and the whole uh, DJing thing. I take like three that. words they just picked out of the dictionary and rubbed together. <laughs> yeah, so random. Um, hey, remember last week when we were talking about the uh, uh, Tomb Raider Witchblade book? Look what yeah. I picked up. Oh, nice! Oh, you got the yeah. gold foil one too. Gold, gold foil too. Yeah, this uh thirty percent off of my LCS. This is um, dope ass Michael Turner. I went kind of went on a Michael Turner kick. I guess this is Ooh, an impromptu go. comic haul. Uh, got this one. high, pretty high grade copy, Warlock number fourteen, and like I said, I went on a bad girl kick too, or a little Vampirella Harris retro nice. book. And uh, spe- I, I, like I told you, I was on this weird kick where I was just getting sexy covers. Dan Stevens. Oh, dude, that's a Dave Stevens cover. I love that yeah. book. How much was Dave that? Stevens or, it's Dave Stevens. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I got it for fifteen bucks and thirty percent off of that. Nice. Also, gave you to appreciate this Wizard Top Cow magazine. Oh, that nice. I want. I need that one. Ah, I need, check that one I need that one in my life. And I got this one. I have no idea what the fuck this is, but I bought it. So uh, it's called Torching. Oh, it's one of the. Is, it, is that one of those like uh, penthouse comics? From well, it's not intended for children, but uh, uh, open it up and see why it's not intended for children, if uh, you know what I mean. Look at this band or anything here. No, it's not a penthouse comic. It's not even that sexy. There's no nudity in it. Oh, I mean, whack. <laughs> oh, so Olivia, one of my favorite artists of all time, by the way, is uh, I'm going to butcher her name, but Olivia de Berardinus. Um, I was, um, she does great, great pinup work. Um, I was, I was lucky enough to get her to sign um, uh, one of her pinup sketchbooks. Uh, oddly enough, I gave it to my stepdaughter. Well, she was already old, but you know, but she was torching goes back to the 50s. They said, Yeah, if you look inside here, it's like this old black and white Mac, it's like this old black and white comic inside. Um, oh, so, yeah, yeah, does it tell you the date in the edition or Let's as uh. <laughs> Well, this came out in 1991. Oh, okay. Um, but it doesn't really say. But yeah, that was my haul. Maybe I'll do another one. I like that. <laughs> you should add a haul at the end of this show more often. I like it. Good, All right. Good call. Fun do stuff. That. Dude, right. that, yeah, you, you did go on a little bit of a Michael Turner bender, huh? I, I did. <laughs> that and, and sexy go covers. <laughs> but I, Turner's a bit. Hey, they were all 30% off. So I got a killer deal on all of them. Man. That's the uh, JB, any last words? Yeah, I just wanted to remind everybody about uh, this Sunday, if you can, come swing by the Madhouse Comics YouTube channel, and uh, we're going to be doing a memorial show. There will be some fundraising for the family, but we're definitely going to be sharing some stories uh, about Chad Williams, who is now in heaven as the AKA Chad RCG, right? Chad RCG. is married. I'm wearing the shirt, the old school RCG collectibles. Oh, nice. He was one of my number one supporters to my Patreon. Chad was... He was amazing. He had his, his wife for a long used to time, do uh, Christmas gifts for uh, underprivileged children, and it grew and grew and grew to the point that he had to start renting U-Haul trucks to get all the toys that he was, you know, getting over there. So, just an amazing person. Uh, I I did drop the GoFundMe link in the description of this video if anybody would want to help the family out. 
Um, no pressure or anything. All right. But, yeah. Thanks for joining us and make sure you're coming back on Thursday. And as always, don't forget, you know, we had a, we had a good time tonight. Gabe, any last words? Uh, thanks for showing up, everybody. Uh, fun list. A lot of crazy Spider-Man stuff on there this week. Some good fantastic I'm pretty sure the list will we'll get a lot more offers on the Thursday show. So for <laughs> JB, Gabe, and Miss Laura, this is TiVo. Keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Oh, that the Lord.